Welcome. Welcome to Be Be Your Best, a podcast for your relationship with yourself. This podcast covers a wide variety of topics of you and for you so you can be your best. <clears throat> what is your lifelong relationship and decisions for your own well-being? What is your why to your own well-being of life so you can give your best? When you are your best, it is a ripple effect upon your inner and outer world. Let's discover together in this podcast with me. I'm Betty Pierce. And we'll cover topics such as Reiki, meditation, mindfulness, and much more. I hold a BA Psychology, Minor Sociology, Reiki Master, Certified Primordial Sound Meditation Instructor, Event Speaker, Life Coach, and much more. Let's begin. This is Episode 72, 72, and it is Season 3. It's called Seven Habits to Be Ineffective, where we take a clashing approach to habits. With the new year, 2024, it seems fitting to connect to our habits and goals. Let me know how you're connecting to be your best in 2024. I myself took, maybe you've noticed, three months off podcasting, some life changes, and so on. Um, so I'm adjusting my own goals and I will do less podcasting, but will be sending out um, some more podcasts and continue, just not as often. You know, because I really do love doing this. I love creating the content for this podcast and I would share always, always do what you love. So let's get started. The first habit to be ineffective, ineffective, is watch a lot of TV, especially in the news. You don't have time for this if you want positive relationships with others, family life, a career or business, or even time for your health and personal cares. It takes you away from your focus, the focus of change you want in yourself and in your life, especially news. News sucks out the positive energy with negative stories. Consuming the news activates the sympathetic nervous system, which causes your body to release stress hormones like cortisol and adrenaline. When a crisis is happening on the news, we are experiencing this stress response. People who watch negative material as compared to those who watch positive or neutral material show an increase in both anxious and sad moods after only 14 minutes of view viewing television news, bulletins, and programs. Other results are worry that implicate negative mood as a ca ca um, cause causal factor in facilitating worris worrisome thought. So what to do to be effective, you might ask. Well, strike a balance of moderation while staying informed. Limit your time each day. Schedule worry time to manage anxiety. Now, there's a technique for this, but I'm not going to go into that in this episode. So, you can gauge how you feel before and after you watch. Ask yourself if you feel informed and calm or panicked, angry, or pessimistic. If it is the latter, consider how much news you're consuming and the source that you're getting it from. 
So this may be an indication of reducing the consum consumption of the news and TV. There are healthy mantras to recite around negative and disastrous news, like this one. And of course, you can write it down if you want. Toxic disaster reporting has no power over me. I acknowledge what is happening in the world, but I will not let it define my life. You can also do something healthy after watching or consuming news, like taking a walk, calling a friend, working on a hobby that you enjoy. Stay grounded and be resilient. One way I ground myself is through nature, meditation, and giving myself Reiki. You're welcome to try one or maybe all of these for yourself. And you know how to get a hold of me. I'm at 563-599-3007. Yes, that's my direct phone line. Okay, back to the second habit to be ineffective is keep planning and thinking about what you're trying to do or be. You can think, plan, and wait for this or that. Just the right amount of money or right timing to do X, fill in the blank. Now keep it simple and just do something. Drop that perfectionism and just do it. Do something. The more basic, the better. It makes me think of that old Nike commercial, just do it, or um, K-I-S-S, which stands for keep it simple, stupid. Less can be more, and it's hard to be simple and not get stuck in the planning and thinking. I will admit, this is one of my one habits of being ineffective. It is really about breaking things down to clarify and get to the meaning of something that seems grand or too much. Complicated equals trouble. It doesn't give us peace. Our human minds tend to complicate things. Simplicity comes with awareness. This is something we can learn. Simplicity in doing something keeps us flowing forward. Life is full of choices. When we have to make decisions, it's common to feel overwhelmed, stressed, anxious, wound up, pressured, confused, distracted, or even tired. Don't let stress get the best of you. You can manage stress with a meditation practice, or find a stress manager um, that is ongoing for you. I'm not saying to just make a choice for the sake of making a choice. No, 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 no. You might have to sit on it for a while. Processing is okay, and you must feel confident in your decision or decisions. Weigh the pros and cons and think about your goals. Think about your values and why you're doing this. Be true to you. Consider the possibilities. Write out the negative and the positives or any consequences. Or you could talk it out with a friend or get a life coach like myself. Another thing to do is journal it out. What I am saying is don't get stuck in this space forever. At some time, a choice has to be made and it's okay if you make mistakes along the way. You are exactly where you need to be in the moment. Don't get paralyzed by the fear of making the wrong decision. You know, 
inaction is still a choice, even with myself taking three months off of podcasting. So inaction is still a choice, but I couldn't stay paralyzed and not do something about it because I truly do love doing this. So not acting based on fear is denying yourself growth and learning opportunities. Sometimes there are no good choices. And if this is your case, make the choice that you can live with. So let's go on to number three to be ineffective. Worry and keep up your excuses. I'm too short. I'm too tall. I'm too fat or thin. I don't have the money. I live in a small town. Or maybe I don't have my fifth toe. Excuses and stories. Complaints, worries, and fears. You're not unique. We all have them. Again, I say start something. Use your story to change. Make a win. Make a win to your stories. All right. The fourth habit to being effective is wait for tomorrow. Momentum is success. Stopping and starting is ineffective and makes the next time you start harder. For example, uh, exercise regimen. Every time you stop, you lose progress. Find your strengths. The more you like something, the more you will stick with it. Some say it takes 21 days to form a habit. Give or take the research. It can be a different amount for each of us. Just find your thing to do and form a habit. And give it time. Maybe you do that 21 days just for the sake of giving it a time frame. Then turning into 90 days. Then months. And then years. Think about your results with that. And the fifth habit to be ineffective. Be upset over others' accomplishments. Why would you put your valuable energy into this? You have your own goals. You are an individual and you have your missions in life. It distorts your reality and envy is a destructive emotion, both mentally and physically. Envious people tend to feel hostile, resentful, angry, and irritable. Rise above this. There are better ways to handle this. Be kind with others and to yourself. It is your subconscious signaling to your brain that your life isn't important or worthy. And it is. Ways to work on this is through gratitude. And you might be interested in a gratitude journal that I have um, that can be sent directly to your inbox. Make your request at my email, b, lowercase, p-i-e-r-c-e, 112450 at gmail.com and ask for that gratitude journal. Now let's look at number six. Stop having fun or have too much fun. Now balance what you want to create and balance in fun. Now if you're not having fun, then take a look at that piece of the puzzle in your life. If you come home and watch TV all night, ask, is this a coping mechanism to escape life because I can't handle it? Are you numbing with TV? Are you numbing with something else? Drinking drugs, food, or that's something else. It isn't the activity, but the how much and why you do it or them. So check your behaviors, check your daily life, or log it out. Like 9 a.m., I get up, watch the news, and drink a pot of coffee. All right, now let's go on to the last habit to be ineffective. Number seven lie to yourself, bury your dreams, repress your feelings, and suppress your soul. Lie to yourself and you manifest the life and world around you. 
deep down, you know the life you want. Lies. Okay, so these are two fill-in-the-blank exercises. Number one, I don't need to blank. Insert your desire or your goal. But do you want to? Ask your whys. You know, to figure out your why, use this statement. I want to blank so that I can blank. Your why is unique to you. And again, gratitude is a great foundation, but building your soul's dreams isn't about being content with what is or isn't in your life. So as we conclude this episode, I would love to hear your takeaway or takeaways from this. Which habit in these seven is your biggest ineffective habit? And what are you going to do about it? I'd love to hear from you. This is Betty Pierce. And as always, be your best.